So what? We watch anime. So what? We play League. We're just having fun. We don't care who sees. So what? We stay in. It don't bother me. Living young, pale and nerdy. Hello and welcome to the Reaton Entertainment Podcast, episode 118 for September 3rd, 2017. Of course, I'm your host, Nathan Reeton Spruth, and joining me this week, we have Andrew Rowan McFain. Andrew Rowan McFain. Yeah. And we have Connor the Cyberpunk Monk Besh. Nathan Reeton Spruth. That's me. Uh, so so let's let's ask what games you guys have been playing this week. Oh, Roa, we'll start with you. What games have you been playing this week? Uh nothing new. Get try. I still haven't finished Sonic Mania because I'm I'm an asshole. You are. Um, you really are. It's yeah. like a two hour game. You worthless. It piece is of not shit. a two hour game. Okay, first of all. Okay, how um, many hours is it? That's probably like four. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. In any case, though, really good game. I just I play other games too. Yeah. Uh, right. Like what? But. Uh, been playing a lot of fate go still right right that's uh, that mobile game right yep yep and then uh i i'm still playing shadow of mordor good good uh, but i also i also found another time wasty uh mobile game uh called pPkp which stands for uh punch punch kick punch and okay. it is a game entirely about uh uh doing doing little beat em up style combos oh, over yeah. and over again. Like it's it's just a time waster kind of thing. Guilty um, Gear. I like Guilty Gear. No. Oh. <laughs> no, that's a real fighting game. Uh this is this is very obviously just a casual game, but uh it's it's a really good free to play style game where it's entirely reliant like like the only reason that you would ever have to spend money is because you're either bad at the game or really impatient. Like, right. it, it's not often that a game like that will allow you to continue playing infinitely as long as you're good enough at the game. Because, like, it's, uh, you, you can basically, as long as you never make a mistake, play forever. Even once you get to the point where your character can't do very much damage to enemies anymore. Right. Uh, you, you can successfully uh, zero damage block everything as long as you get the timing right. That's but, cool. Yeah. Are you are you good at the game? Uh, I I think I'm okay at it. Uh some of the some of the timing windows are kind of weird, but nothing it's not like exploitative. I'm just not, you know, it's not right. good at those kind of games. And uh we're we're going to leave Aroa alone now and ask Connor, what games have you played? All right, so I got a couple for this list this weekend, so just bear with me if I get a little rambly. Uh, first off, I beat Breath of the Wild. That was a pretty, you know, for a game that is basically Skyrim, it sure did have a Bethesda ending. It was now, just kind of underwhelming. Now, did you, there's a special ending, like if you get all the yeah, memories. I, okay. I got all 13 memories. Cool, uh, spoiler cool. alert, there's a, a secret one memory. I don't care about you if I spoiled this. It's been out for more than six months, so fuck them. Hooray! Uh, so that was pretty dope. Uh, I'm kind of thinking about going to the pro mode, but I also think that I just purchased myself a brand new video game, plural. Uh, I got Shovel Knight. Shovel Knight, where have I been for the last two years? It's okay. Uh, I also got Binding of Isaac since I lasted a podcast, so this way, the way I see it is I kind of got like a Zelda 1 game in Isaac, and I got a Zelda 2 game in Shovel Knight. Now, Zelda, I, want to- I, I have to, not Zelda 2, but, but Shovel Knight is a great game. It's more like Mega Man and Castlevania than Zelda 2, but... With DuckTales. DuckTales because of the DuckTales 2, because literally the attack. Yeah. So that's been fun. Uh, I get really frustrated at Shovel Knight. There are times when I think maybe it's just finesse with the controller. I'm not good enough yet to really handle it, but... Hello, we have another person on the podcast this week. I forgot about that guy. (laughs) How's it going? We're talking about our video games. And and uh, so, joining us late, we have Earl Gray the Third. Hi there, folks. I'll be right back once I get a proper microphone. 
Okay. Oh, yeah, that's fine. We'll introduce you later. Good, good, good. Anyway. Uh, other than that, oh, go ahead. Say your thing. I was going to say, go on, Connor. Hooray! That's, we're thinking the same thing. I also ended up picking up Disgaea. Uh, I've only played the demo, so now that I purchased the game, I'm just kind of waiting for a good excuse to sink a whole lot of time into a game. Yeah. So that's pretty fun. I've never played a Disgaea game before, but I love tactics. TRPGs are my bag. So everyone, including my coworker in a row, have been giving it praise. Yeah, Disgaea, uh, is it Disgaea 4? 5. 5, okay. It's It looks tactics-y enough to keep my interest, but it also looks really Japan. Really yep. Japan. Japan. It looks really Japan. It looks, well, it's, yeah, it looks like maybe it was inspired very... by a little anime. Yeah, pretty little much. Bit. Yeah. Well, it, well they I mean, turned it into an anime that was actually really entertaining in spite of me never having played any of the games. Well, I mean, look at other games that we like, like uh, Persona. I mean, that's really Japan, too. So. Although I did, I did play. I didn't play the second one, but I played the first um, Prinny spinoff game, um, and that was that was really fun. Prinny? Uh, yeah, little penguin guys yeah, that explodes. Oh, okay, okay. I never, I've never played this guy. So uh, yeah, there's yeah. there's these cute little penguin guys uh, that all say "dude" constantly. Oh man! Um, and uh, they explode uh, for reasons and. Uh, they they made a spinoff game on PSP called Prinny. Can I really be the hero? Uh, where the whole game is you trying to get uh, the succubus girl demon. Uh, you're trying to get her underwear back because uh, you you lost her underwear, or what? Yeah, you know, a Prinny lost her underwear. So I have a quick question. Yeah. Why is J- Japan so fucking weird? <laughs> well, my. Yeah. My first assumption would be something to do with the nukes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe the radiation went to their brains. Ladies uh, and gentlemen, this podcast is now controversial. Have yeah. your children take off their headphones and or leave the room. What? We, what? This podcast can't be aired in Japan. Why not? Uh, <laughs> I don't get it. So, anyway. I'm, I'm not gonna, done. I'm oh, not done. Oh, oh okay then. I Rocksmith. Uh, God, that game is great. I cannot. Ju- I just can't talk about it enough. It's great. Rocksmith uh, one or two. Uh, the twenty fourteen remaster edition. Okay. Thank you very much. With custom DLC from SourceForge, which I learned I could do. And man, those songs, you know, as they're actually supposed to be played, are hard, but they they they're satisfying. It's just a good feeling learning a skill. Rocksmith twenty fourteen remastered edition. Cannot recommend it enough. Good. Isn't there a second one? There's a Rocksmith two, isn't there? That's that twenty fourteen. Okay. 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 I got you because I knew there was the first Rock one. Rocksmith but... 2014 edition. Yeah, I'm he's, happy that. Why, he's not why, wrong. Why don't you have the 2015 or 16 or 17 edition? Because I don't live in an existence where that is a thing. Oh, okay. Not our reality, buddy. So are you done now? Are you done with the games you played? No, I am not uh, because I have also played Titanfall. They just released a new update to that where they added new uh, new horde mode. Which I don't remember the name of. And, and you're playing options, Overwatch, which are a lot of fun. And I'm playing Overwatch right now in the podcast because I'm not going to waste my life doing nothing but podcasting. You people Jeez. are the worst. I, I just want you to know, Aroa is playing Middle Earth, uh, Shadow of Mordor. I forgot to and, read my phone too. We're and professionals. Connor and Connor is playing Overwatch while we're podcasting. They are the worst. Anyway, I Nathan Reen Spruth have been playing. Uh, Chrono Trigger, I played that on Tuesday and Thursday. On Wednesday, Twitch went down for like the whole day. I weird. saw that. I, I like I saw a couple people saying that hey, Twitch went down and I didn't realize it was for that long. Yeah, it was down for like 12 hours or something. It was something crazy. That's uh, wild considering, you know, Amazon owns them. Yeah, you think they would be using the Amazon web services, but whatever. Uh and then I played lots of Elite Dangerous, actually. So uh, I think I'm finally getting into it um, and making money, which is nice. Making credits, scoring those those dollars. And it's a I game got a, I have a lot of interest in. I, I actually sold my um, my Cytec X52. The oh, really? reason the you know I got it for a hundred bucks. And the problem I have is it takes up way too much space. 
And oh. so, and so, okay. What you say this while going, man? I wish I had a Roa's uh, controller. I do. That takes up an entire desk. I mean, I'm a hypocrite, but still. Like, I have to put it on top of my dresser because it's too big to go anywhere else. <laughs> but it's amazing. I, like, I can take it apart, but it's still really fucking big. Yeah, yeah. But um, I can be a hypocrite, okay? <laughs> but but it really does. It takes up too much space for what I have for desk space. Um, so I, I just bought a single... Like a lot, uh, like a cheap Logitech one, and it's working really well for me. Um, I've also got the Horizons expansion, which I got a couple weekends ago when it was on sale. And with the Horizons expansion, you're able to land on planets and go uh, play around in a dune buggy, pretty much. And that's it's pretty fun. Like, uh, you can have uh, multiple crews too, right? Like you, you can have your buddy like on a ship inside of your ship or something. Yeah, something like that. I know you can hire pat you can hire people for your crew. Like huh. NPCs. But the problem oh. is uh the ship I have does I don't have enough space for that yet. So I'm trying to save up money for a new ship. So uh I when I played originally I did not get that far and then uh yeah, I I ended up just I actually cleared my save because that's how far I got. I, I was like, I, I'm okay starting over. And so I cleared my save and the second run is going a lot better than the first run. So I'm, I'm well, they, very they happy. Also, they added a ton of shit. Right. Um, in horizons that like overhauled the whole mission system and there's a crafting system now. And yeah, a bunch I noticed of other that stuff I didn't know was in there. Yeah. So when you go into like unidentified signal sources, you can get materials which don't take take up space in your cargo hold, but mm. they have like another inventory that you can fill up the material up to like from zero to one hundred on each individual material. I think, and then oh, so and then there's some yeah. sort of crafting that I haven't been able to do. So there's actually a reason to go into those things now, other than well, hey, I feel like dying. Well, the, <laughs> one of those. And and if you. Uh, look at the. I don't know if it was in the this way when it first came out, but it is now. Where if you scan the unide- unidentified signal source, it will tell you what's in there. Pretty much, it'll say. Yeah, it, it did not do that. Before. No, no, it didn't. Like you would just be like, "Oh, I wonder it's in here," and then you die. But now yeah. it's like, uh, now it says like weapons fire threat level zero or something uh, like that. Yeah, that's so. okay. Because yeah, it used to be just like you you'd go in. And then it would be either, oh, it's just a, just a trader ship flying through, or you're being attacked by pirates now. Yeah. Get fucked. I went into <laughs> I went into one the other day because I saw a weapons fire threat one, and I was like, I can take level one. And I go in there, and I get scanned by the NPCs, and they're like, yeah, turn around, buddy. And I was like, you're probably right. <laughs> and just left. So it's it's actually quite a bit of fun now. It it they're adding a lot in there. I there's still quite a bit of stuff that I want in it. Um and I'm really again this game still makes me excited for what they Star hopefully Citizen. come out with Star Citizen because while you can go on the planet and drive your little dune buggy around, I really am looking forward to like Star Citizen being taking my ship and then landing it and getting out of the ship and rock walking around that type of thing and and having like a first person shooter experience as well as the space sim but if they're if they're still working on the game and they're still making money off of of the game i could see a season three right uh, adding some more stuff like that i don't know if they do the full-on first person shooter thing just because it seems like it's more of a an economy sim type of game. Right. But I, I could definitely see them adding more like on foot and like hub areas and stuff like that, even just for a social aspect. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. And, and you do have a hollow me and I don't know what those do. Like you can create like an avatar. I think that is 
just so that if you talk to other players or something, it's just a representative of yourself. So that way you're just not you're you're not just uh Captain Reeton or whatever. I am Captain Reeton. That's me. I know, but yeah. what I'm saying, like So anyway, um Earl's oh. back. Uh but before we bring him back in, I also wanted to mention I forgot to say I finally put up another part of Danganronpa yeah. last week. Yeah, I saw that. It was pretty good. After three fucking years, I had no idea it had been that long. Like, and and that was what I made the intro of the video about. Because I was like, man, how long has it been? Oh, oh, I last put up a part in 2014. <laughs> um, yep. But yeah, I did, I did that. And I'm doing the girl voices now. So that's uh, that's embarrassing don't you only have two you have two girl voices you said uh pretty much yeah Yeah. oh well oh well it's uh it was heavily requested by one viewer so who's that one viewer uh an irl friend oh okay not me not me Uh, i I don't think it was you i never watched i don't i don't think i i don't think i watched that part of your let's play series oh yeah the, so, it would yeah i i was just like nope i'm not doing the female voices other than i think her name's i think it was sakura is the one yeah that is that is nathan explosion like that's, that's the voice <laughs> I've her. yeah so i i want you to do another another playthrough like continue on with undertale That'd be fun. I know you do. So and, does that same person. And I look forward to seeing that in 2023. Yeah. So, yeah, well, you know, in, in 2020, we'll get Danganron for part four. So, you know, it's everything's coming together. To be fair, it's still better than Spoonie's upload schedule. This is true. So I need to send you I need to send you this video. Uh, a guy I follow did. That's basically a mini documentary on Spoonie. You know, because I saw that. Actually, I think I saw it, that. Just, okay, I mean, it was quite fascinating. S- send it to me, but I think I might have watched it. Anyway, we're okay. going to bring Earl the Third back in here, and he's going to tell us what games he's been playing. Well, here I am. Sorry for the delay. This has Hi. been an amazing... Hello, everybody. <laughs> this has been an amazing week for video games, for me, on my personal tastes, but... uh Windjammers and Yakuza Kiwami oh, both came out this week. On PlayStation 4 Windjammers, and it looks so fun. I love it. It is game. incredible. I've I've loved it for years. Like yeah. I, I have the MVS cartridge. I uh played it on Neo Geo a lot. How much did that cost you? I okay, so <laughs> I bought it when it had its popular resurgence because when I first played it, a friend of mine had a uh, candy cab at his house. And I'd play it there most of the time. And then after he got rid of it, I was sad and I missed it. And I said, I'm going to try and buy Windjammers again. And I paid like 130 bucks for it. So not a terribly high amount, especially considering Neo Geo collecting. Yeah, it's a Neo Geo cartridge. And like most games, I'm like, yeah, but that I'm like, oh, 130 bucks for a Neo Geo cartridge. That's not bad. Yeah, it really skews your perspective of how much things <laughs> cost for that system. Yeah. A lot. But honestly, worth every penny. Like, even if this had come out on PSN before I had a chance to buy the new Geocart, I still would have bought it just because I love this game. It's one of my favorite arcade games of all time. I, You know, the first time I played it was a couple years ago at the Portland Retro Gaming Expo. Hey, there's a fine place. And uh, I was like, hey, this looks like fun. And then my friend Eddie and I were playing. And I'm like, this game is fucking amazing. It's crazy good, right? Yeah, yeah, it's really, really fun, and there's actually, like, strategy in it. I was, yeah, has anyone else here played it? I have no idea what this is. It is... No idea what you guys are talking it's a about. Fris- it's a game where you throw frisbees back and forth. It's Pong. <laughs> Pretty much. It, I mean, it really uh-huh. is. It's, so, okay, so you have two players, one on each side, the left and right of the screen, and there is a disc in the middle, and you have to throw the disc back and forth at each other. However, you catch it automatically once you touch it with your character sprite. But the sooner after catching it, you press the throw button, the faster it goes. And if each person presses it with the right time, it'll uh, get faster and faster with each consecutive throw. And then you can do things like 
spike the disc so it flips up into the air, and then you stand under it and you charge up a power attack. But then the other person can throw the power attack back, and if they catch a power attack and use the right timing, it's their power attack back against yours. Meanwhile, there's a timer uh, going down, and depending on which side of their goal area you hit, you get either three or five points. It's best to 12 points. It's surprisingly intense, and it's also beautiful. It it is surprisingly fun, and it's on PSN yeah. now for what ten bucks? Fifteen. Fifteen. That's but not bad. I have I have convinced five friends to buy it, all with the uh, selling point of if you don't like it, I'll give you fifteen dollars. That's how uh, <laughs> how convinced. So far, I haven't had to pay. So yeah, so yeah. It. I guess this is where Lethally got its idea. Yes, yes. Lethal League definitely has this in its. Uh, lineage which which is also a lot of fun and i i i like lethal league but i just love this game and some of that's just having played this first but if anybody likes lethal league they will sincerely like this as well yeah it's it's i i have to say it sounds really simple because it kind of is but it is a surprisingly fun game so yeah and what other game were you playing this week yakuza kawami which i love the yakuza series and Yakuza Kiwami is a HD re-release of the first game. Now it's oh, not just oh okay, that's what they were calling it. Yeah, it's not just upscaled. They've actually used the Yakuza Zero engine, which is the newest generation's engine for Yakuza games, to recreate the first game. So it looks as good as the last Yakuza game that just came out on PS4, but it's a retelling of the first story. And it's fantastic. It's everything I love about the series. And I'm really happy to see this series get some notoriety in the West. And insanely, it is a full featured game. It came in a steel book and is releasing at a budget price of $30. Oh, that's and not I bad. Think, yeah. And if you buy it within the first week with Amazon Prime, you get that Prime 20% off. So I got a day one for, I think, $24. Nice. Mm. I love it's, Amazon Prime. Yeah. I have to it's say. an absurd value. Oh, yeah, I'm really excited. Uh, I already pre-ordered .hackgu from Amazon Prime. Nice. And what's that releasing at? Like 40 50 Uh, Is it 40 I think it's 40 Okay. It yeah. sounds like it would be 40 Yeah, and it's all three games? Heck yeah. So uh, that should Tremendous come out in November. Account. Yeah. One of the things that I bought, actually, and was mentioned earlier, the Danganronpa 1 and 2 collection came out. Oh. And I think that... That released at like thirty on Amazon. I haven't played it yet. It's in the backlog, but Amazon. I'm looking Amazon's, forward to playing that. I love Amazon. I don't even care if they're an evil monolithic corporation. They give me good deals on video games, so it's worth it. Hey, at least they're not Walmart. That's what I say. Yeah. So, uh, uh, there's Nicolotis wasn't able to be here today. She has a migraine, really bad migraine, and so we're gonna hope, we're gonna wish her that she does better. She gets better. Get well soon. There we go. Feel we well. We won't pray for you because God doesn't exist. But Oh, uh, while, while we're on the topic, could you not tell my mother that God doesn't exist on Facebook? Was that your mom? <laughs> that oh was my, my mother. Gosh. <laughs> oh gosh. Good times. Good times. Yeah. That's that's my that's my cross to bear now. <laughs> It's okay. Well, people certain, get people get really mad at me. It. Yeah, yeah. It's not mine, or it's it, or not Jesus's because he didn't exist. No, he actually probably did exist. But anyway, that, that darn carpenter telling people to have nice times and high vibes. <laughs> yeah, good good times. I'll try not to tell your mom that. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Uh, you're Just welcome. Redirect your fire at Joel Austin, and all will be well. Okay, that's the guy that is a douchebag, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the one, yes. Yeah, the one douchebag that we know. We found him. Uh, you know, I was a little late for the podcast today. What I was doing was uh, my nephew was in a steer riding competition at a rodeo. Hmm. So I had to wow. go to a rodeo in a town of 66 people. <sighs> so I did not have any cell phone service, shockingly. It's it's one of those towns where they get, you know, uh, they'll be talking about the rich guy in town who has indoor plumbing. So 
I I don't like that town very much, but I did get to see my nephew get bucked off a steer really quickly, so that was fun. Anyway, we're going to move into some stories today. The first one is that we're going to talk about Nintendo Switch, which uh, this is actually not good news. So Nintendo Switch games may require memory cards to experience all content. So what what does it come with right now? 32 gigs? Is what's on the Nintendo yeah. Switch? As of right now, the internal memory inside of the Nintendo Switch is 32 gigabytes. About 25 of that is usable. Yeah. And a way to circumvent like having to get uh, an SD card is to buy physical copies of the games. Mm-hmm. Because unlike the uh, PlayStation 4 or Xbox One, they don't have to basically install the game onto the system. They can be read from the card. So that was a benefit. However... For some reason, they're deciding that they're going to possibly require you to buy an SD card if you want to experience all content in a video game. This was Connor's story. Do you want to talk about this? I can talk about it. Uh, I didn't really read the article that I posted, but I do know the gist of the story. So if a viewer out there clicks on it and goes, what? They didn't talk about that. That's my fault 100%. So the main spiel of the story is they're releasing uh, one of them, their NBA basketball games for the Switch. Yeah. And people are being notified, hey, before you play this, if you want to have all the features, all of the the resolution there, all of the content, you're going to need to have a SD card to which we can download some extra data onto. Uh, understandably, people are a little miffed off about this. Just a little bit. It says, to enjoy the full game, downloading additional data is required, depending on the storage requirements for each game. It may be necessary to purchase a micro SD card to expand storage space. When purchasing a digital version of the game, uh, it may also be necessary to purchase micro SD card depending on the game's storage requirements and the storage available on the consumer uh nintendo switch console so yeah you might have to get a micro sd card now i believe they can nintendo said that they can use up a up to a two terabyte sd card so you can get a two terabyte Um, of of storage those are only what 150 bucks now uh two terabytes are way more than that for a for a sd card they just released this zero once again with knowing nothing about computers. Uh, they don't even sell two terabyte mi- micro SD cards yet. All right then. <laughs> Do they manufacture two? I know they have a terabyte SSD. Uh, not SSD. I meant uh, I micro meant, uh, SD. Micro SD. Micro That's exactly SD. what I meant. How embarrassing. Yeah. I don't think they like manufacture a two terabyte one yet. Yeah. They, so Nintendo is planning ahead actually for when they finally do release a two terabyte micro SD card. I think it's just because it it fits the SDXC specification. Oh, right. Is why, so theoretically it can hold that much data. Right. If if somebody wants to put something out that retarded. But, yeah. And that... um, now, it does say, uh, before you go on, I'm just going to read this ag- uh, another part of this. It says, if you purchase a physical version of a game that requires an additional micro SD card, you will be able to play a portion of the game right out of the box. Uh, for example, specific levels or modes. What? Come on. That's the I mean, whole reason. The exact thing that happened with the PlayStation 1 with some people, like... They get home, they go to play the game, they realize, you know, whoever upsold them the console forgot to upsell them with a memory card along with it. Yep. And then they end up having to either lose all of their work or leave their console on until the next time they can go out and buy one. I loved the playing Final last Fantasy. Encountered. Yeah, I, I I loved playing Final Fantasy Tactics without a memory card. So yeah, you know, beat it all in one sitting, whatever. Yeah. This was actually something that was talked about uh believe it or not, back whenever Lego Undercover came out on the switch or whenever it was going to come out. Mm -hmm. Um, they, there was a leaked image of the box cover that stated it required an SD card for downloading of additional data because it was originally intended that you would buy the cartridge and the cartridge would only have a portion of the game on it and you'd have to download the rest reason being manufacturing a cartridge costs a fuck ton more than manufacturing a Blu-ray disc. It does. 
it's I mean, I not, guess that makes sense. The more storage you put on that cartridge, the more it's going to cost. So this is very obviously just a cost-cutting measure. That makes sense. I I know that when like Nintendo 64 was around, Nintendo 64 games were actually really expensive compared to PlayStation games because yes. they were on cartridge and they had far less space. So, I mean, that's And is, a lot of them needed memory cards too. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, is fucking horseshit. I hate memory cards. I hate them oh, so yeah. much. That's the but, side I chose in that console war and uh Nintendo yeah, 64 it was really really inconvenient. Yep. Yeah, I went I went, "Oh, Final Fantasy's been on all Nintendo consoles." I was fucking stupid apparently, and I got Quest 64 and Ooh, oh, so I was sorry. disappointed. And and Aiden Chronicles. Right, that was I did the very oh, go ahead. I did get um, you know, the the wrestling games for the Nintendo 64 were actually pretty good, so that's I was going to say those are still considered pretty good, yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, I definitely lost out in the RPG category because that's that's yeah. kind of where I was aiming and uh didn't work out well for me. Anyway. So so Nintendo had both now, consoles. <laughs> fuck you, you rich bastard. Probably had I electricity can... and indoor plumbing too. <laughs> I couldn't hear him over all the money falling from the skies where he is. <laughs> <laughs> so Let's move on. Let's talk about another story. Net neutrality. Actually, huh? Actually, before we go on, I do have a couple more thoughts to put on this story. Because from what I've seen right now, I mean, look at the Nintendo games that are out now. Breath of the Wild requires nothing extra, and that game is fucking huge, man. Massive. I'm, I'm hoping that if, if companies do what Nintendo is doing and kind of take their approach, because although it's a big game, it's kind of a big open, empty game. And yeah, I, I know not all games are going to be able to be optimized in the same way, but I'm not super worried about it. I just hope this isn't a problem that only affects third-party developers. You know, Nintendo's always kind yeah. of had a sketchy history with them. No, I think they've had a good history with third-party developers. Just look at the Wii U! <laughs> yeah, look at the Wii U and, and how they monopolized the gaming industry in the early 90s. Yeah. Wait a minute. Uh, well... That's a bit different, but it was a bit. And also, it would took a while for that to reach America too, because that was there were immediate ramifications in Japan. That's mm-hmm. why, that's why there were so many Namco games for the Genesis, but very few on the Super Nintendo until about like 1993, because Namco was actually the first to get ticked off at them during the Famicom era. So when Sega launched the Genesis and NEC launched the P, uh, Turbo Graphics, Namco was like, "We're going to support them," and Nintendo, uh, boo bye. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, Nintendo was a kind of a evil monolithic corporation in the 90s. Uh, they still kind of are today, unpopular yeah, opinion. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, They're pretty mean. Like, yeah. it sucks to see, like, because you know the creatives there are just like, we want to make games. We don't Oh, they really put on amazing shit. stuff. Yeah. And then the business side is like, we're going to fuck everyone over. I just, I don't like the way they treat their consumers. Right. And I say that as a I say that, I say that as an Apple user. You know? <laughs> yeah. So uh, I mean, I wanted to buy a Wii U. I, I was waiting I waited the entire lifespan of that console for there to be enough reason for me as a consumer to buy one. But there was just too many there were too many shenanigans. Yeah, and right now rubbing it in. <laughs> hey, it, I have a Vita, my friend. So So I, do I. Yeah. Keep rubbing yeah. it. <laughs> I had the one that you had to pay three hundred fifty dollars for to get it a week early. Uh, I well, want to say I want to say thank you I, because I work I work at a company that made a Vita game. So without I, the Vita, I might not have a job. There you yeah, go. They, did, did they make Golden Abyss? Yeah, they made Golden Abyss. Yeah, one of the few games I actually own for Vita, and that was one of the best selling Vita games. Not very I've, good, I've not played but it. yeah. I've never played an Uncharted game, actually. I heard it was pretty good for a for a Vita game, but I ain't so, now on much. But I don't like okay. Uncharted very much, so I I've just either. never played. I've not avoided them. I just haven't played them. Yeah, I bought uh, the Vita for the weird little games. So sorry, didn't right. go off topic. No worries, no worries. They have some. They have some That's really unique games for it. Yeah, well, I, I think Aroa plays what the the rhythm game for that system. Um. Oh well, I started out playing. Uh, Project Diva F second 
pretty much only on Vita. I, I got F on PS3, but uh, F second I bought first on on Vita, and uh, I ended up getting DJ Max Portable Three on there, even though it's the worst of the entire series. So how do you play? How uh, how does that game play? Uh, portable. Uh, no, I mean like how, just how do you how do you play it? Like it's a rhythm push. game. Do you press the buttons? Yeah. Do you type on yeah, the screen? You push, yeah, you push the, you push the buttons. Oh, okay. um, now there there is a DJ Max game um, that's actually more akin to the original arcade form that was only on Vita, um, and that one is purely touchscreen based because that's what the original DJ Max was, and supposedly that one's really really fucking good. Um, I have it on my phone now, and I'm not as big of a fan of it, but that's just because I don't like the touchscreen rhythm games very much. Um, mainly because I'm not very good at them, but right, yeah, right. and like I thought uh, the so, Sin- Sinan Kagura yeah. is uh, really fucking good. That's on beta. I I have that. I found it on. There's like a. I'm looking at it right now. It's like twenty dollars. It's a big box, and it, it was on sale at GameStop. I uh, I played the Japanese version first and okay. had little idea of what the hell was even going on. Um, I later got the sequel slash just kind of continuation of the series on PS4 in English. Um, but yeah, that's it. the one I'm looking at. I don't know. Uh, is it Estival versus or? Let me uh, check right. right. The, there's Shinobi versus, which is the one where it's just all the all the ninjas fighting each other for some reason. And then Estival versus is they're all on a beach and there's a lot more bikinis going on and stuff. This is Estival versus. So yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. I'm a perfect. Yeah. I mean, that's the whole series is all about uh, big anime titties. They have, they have a rhythm game. um, That's terrible. But the whole point is that it's a cooking rhythm game, and if you do well enough, um, you... Well, part of it is, as with the rest of the franchise, the more damage you do to the other girl, the more clothes fall off. And instant KO if you can destroy a piece of her underwear. Um, (laughs) But in the cooking game, uh, if you destroy her well enough, um, she ends up like... For example, slathered in chocolate and whipped cream and on an actual banana, giant banana split in a lewd position or like in the the opening sequence, it shows her boobs all bound up like like loaves of bread or something. Earl, keep your pants on. You guys ever think? Uh, you guys ever think anime was a mistake? (laughs) Every day of my life. I'm surprised this hasn't been released by the Simple 2000 company. That's that's all I got to say. So, yeah, yeah, that's weird. Well, I'm gonna you just... know what's even weirder is that it started out on the 3DS. Nice. Huh. nice. Oh, yeah, that real touch sensation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, I thought when you were talking about that rhythm game for the Vita, I thought it would be like a elite, beat a- elite Beat Agents or something mm-hmm. where you touch on the screen. Yeah. Um, I'm actually kind of surprised there hasn't been an Osu game released on on any touch screen platform besides the DS. You know, it's uh, funny because I don't own very many like actual Japanese games. That's one of them that I have. Is the oh uh, Os Tateke Oindan? Yeah, yeah, I have one of those, which is pretty fun. But you know, I can't understand what's going on. But it really doesn't matter. Really, it doesn't. So anyway, it's we're going to... about huh? as sensible as Elite Beat Agents. Yeah, which is weird. I don't know the story in that game, but I don't think you're there supposed to. Yeah. So <laughs> we're going to move on to net neutrality. And we're going to talk about... Basically, there was a company called Improda that went through all the comments, basically... And basically removed the duplicates, removed a bunch of the stuff. Based, what they were doing is we were there were people that were writing in and saying whether they were for the Title II repeal or if they were against the Title II repeal. And after they removed all the duplicates and after they removed all of the bot comments and all that, they came up with a number. And that number was that 23,000 people 
were for the repeal of Title II. With 1.52 million unique comments submitted <laughs> against the repeal. Nice. So uh, I don't know what percentage that is, but I'm thinking it's under 1%. Well under 1%. What a coincidence. Are, yeah, that are for the repeal of Title II for, for internet or for net neutrality. And you said 23,000? 23,000 people were for the repeal of Title II with 1.52 million comments against it. So the shitty thing that is, is that is that is one and a half percent. No, I'm sorry. Yes, that is 0.015. Okay, so I mean that's a little bit better than I thought it would be. That's incredible. But but here's the problem. Net neutrality is still going to get destroyed. Mm-hmm. Because our administration no, no, our administration uh doesn't care about democracy. That's that's the problem. So they're gonna look at it and be like, well, you know, fucking Comcast really wants net neutrality gone, and they gave me a fifty thousand dollar campaign donation. You can't see the air quotes. So I'm gonna, you know, go and get rid of this. So well, the thing is, Comcast has as much money as 1.5 million people. So you know, it's it's really that like they count for that many people anyway. Oh, that's corporations are people. Oh, I that's I true. Forgot they are people. Yeah, the citizens are united on that idea. Yes, yes. All that's what that's why we voted that's on Citizens United, right? Yeah. <clears throat> So I all voted for that. And we're like, yeah, we think that corporations should be able to influence our... Wow, this is getting political. Anyway. Shocking. Let's hope Never that... Entertainment politicist. Yeah, let's hope that the FCC actually listens to the 1.52 million comments, uh, which I was one of them. I was one of those comments. Me too. As was I. Yeah, let's hope that they listen to... You know, people like us and not people like Comcast. But it is kind of, you know, a little funny, as Aroa pointed out, that one the 1% is for the repeal of net neutrality. I wonder why. That just sounds... It's a yeah. little weird. Oh, well. Uh, there was another story you wanted to talk about, Aroa, that I didn't really get a link to. Uh, Warner Brothers yeah, is screwing was, people um... over? Yeah, I, the only thing I could, or the only place I could find any info on it was a uh, Total Biscuit video, because as he points out in the video, no one's really fucking talking about this. Um, so basically, I think it's the director, the the lead director on a lot of Warner Brothers interactive games, including Shadow of Mordor and Shadow of War. Um, he died uh, a few days ago, I think it was. Um, he died of some kind of cancer that I've never heard of. Oh, and yeah. So, uh, they're having a fundraiser, uh, to, you know, give it to the family to help with all the leftover medical costs and all that. And that sounds good. So, that sounds, this sounds like it's a positive thing so far. Tell me where it gets fucked. So they're releasing, uh, him like the guy as a character in Shadow of War. For like, free? For $5. Of course they are. As day one DLC. Uh, so the way that it works is you buy this $5 day one DLC, and he will sometimes show up in the game and save you from death by just fucking eviscerating whoever's about to kill you. And oh, so he's uh, Odin from Final Fantasy VIII. Uh, or the mysterious stranger from Fallout Four, like yeah. almost the exact same thing. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, he he that that's what he does, and he looks really badass, and it's and it's awesome. And the the way that WB is spinning this is well, they're giving the money to charity, or at least you know three dollars and fifty cents of it. Oh, and then a dollar fifty goes to Warner Brothers. Uh huh. Now. That in and of itself, maybe not such a huge deal. They do have to cover the development cost of putting this character in, even though it probably didn't take them very long at all. No. Um, so, you know, 
whatever, except there are 13 states in the United States where none of the money will be donated to charity. None of it. Um, 13 states, you say? Yes, including Illinois, uh, I believe Alaska was one of them, Hawaii, um, probably places where they aren't legally required to do so. Uh, which would also explain why none of the money will go to charity if uh, the DLC is bought outside of the United States. So if you live in Canada or anywhere that isn't the U.S. There's a lot uh, of places that aren't the United States. Yeah. uh, None of it. None of it goes to the family. Uh, They're just using this guy's likeness to make money. And... um, that's kind of fucked up. It is. It is. But uh, I feel bad, like for the the family not getting all of that money, but they're still getting money from it, which is they they have an actual like funding page up. Yeah. Um. And when I looked at it, uh, they had a little over one hundred thousand dollars of the three hundred thousand dollar goal. Um, meanwhile, if you figure how many people will probably buy that DLC purely for the sake of having this badass looking guy come in to insta-kill your enemies for you, uh, and how many of those people aren't in the United States and will thereby just be giving Warner Brothers $5, let's, let's assume for transaction costs, uh, $4.50 profit, um, that's a lot of money that could be going to this family. It is. It is. And I mean, I could understand if if it wasn't like if they just had it at, okay, it's five dollars and we get a dollar fifty out of it, and the uh the th- other three fifty goes to the family. Like anywhere in the world, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, well, that's fine. Yeah, I'd be totally cool with it. But yeah. The, the fact that there are certain states in the U.S. that they're not doing it. Like, even if it was only in the United States or whatever, like, maybe they didn't want to have to deal with all the, the cost of converting currencies or whatever. I don't know. They could make up some bullshit excuse, and I'd yeah. buy it enough. Even, um, even, if, even if they said, well, for some reason, Alaska and Hawaii have weird things because they're not in the continental U.S., so just sure, just in the 48 states but they there's 13 states yeah and like one of them is illinois and i have no fucking idea like i i don't i live in illinois i've never heard of anything where like you're not allowed to donate a portion of your profits to charity if you make sales in the state considering there are multiple brands i buy from explicitly because they donate their profits to charity so yeah. <laughs> uh just so you know uh yeah yeah uh, that one guy parallax abstraction is going to be doing extra life this year so you should right, him. donate to, donate yeah, to him i, I donated I, fifty dollars I, I would just like I, I i mainly bring this story up because i it's it's hard for me to say don't buy the dlc because it does seem like a really cool thing that they're doing to immortalize him in the game whenever he obviously had a lot of passion for the game. Um, but at the same time, I maybe you could buy the DLC, but also keep in mind what it's for and maybe seek out that that fundraiser for the family and donate something directly to them. Uh, if you happen to live in one of the 13 states mentioned in the Total Biscuit video or something like that. Because it's just... It really pisses me off that that I wouldn't be able to directly be giving money to them unless I knew about this. Yeah, yeah. Like you can't you can't buy the well, you can buy the DLC, but it's not gonna support the family. Yeah, it's the, it's purely supporting Warner Brothers, and that really pisses me off. Yeah. <laughs> like especially especially because in the trailer that they that they uh, announced the DLC with uh, this fact that it's that it doesn't account for anyone outside of the U.S. or in any of those thirteen states, they put that in tiny little fucking fine print at the bottom of of the screen, that, so that like you could easily just pass that off and as like some kind of 
bullshit, like something that they have to say, oh, whatever, you know, like what everybody sees fine print as just something that doesn't matter. Yeah, like, but it does but, matter. But then in big fucking letters, it says that Warner Brothers will donate this amount to the fucking family, like completely washing over the fact that they're not going to be giving money to the family if you live in one of these places. Yeah, that is lame. Do you know what other states are in there or if, or if it's ju- you I, just know of those three? I those are the only ones I can think of, but it was it was like really weird particular states. Like it wasn't even like particular areas or anything. It, like they have I, to just have. I honestly would not be surprised if it was like uh, everyone in the South. Like <laughs> no, like te- I, I don't Texas Illinois... and Tennessee. <laughs> no, basically anywhere that starts with a T. Yeah, anywhere that starts with a T or is a Republican Illinois. government. <clears throat> Oh, Illinois. You do it in Washington, but only in Tacoma. <laughs> yes. So is, but I think Oregon's probably on the list. So maybe I'll, maybe I'll do that if I buy Shadow of War, eventually one day. When does that come out? October. October tenth. You, you My mother's birthday. You got pre-order, don't you? Ha! No. Oh, okay. Good. Don't pre-order anything ever. Yeah, don't do it. Don't pre-order .hackgu uh, recode on Amazon. That was me. I did that. Anyway. I pre-ordered Sonic Mania, so I mean, I can't really. Well, yeah, but that was what fifteen bucks. Totally worth it. Uh, sixty. Sonic Mania. Oh, you uh, yeah, I got the collector's edition. edition. Oh, it's you got? Cool. Does, it came with a a figure of Sonic standing on a Sega Genesis, right? Yeah, and if you put batteries in it and flip the switch, it goes, Sega! It's very large, too. It's yeah, sizable. It's, it takes up an entire shelf on my bookshelf. It's it's awesome. It's nice. only slightly smaller than an actual Genesis Model 1. Yeah. Maybe it's a Genesis Model 2? I've, no. I have three of those. No, I, I have a Model 1, and I, like, I put them on top of each other, and... They just I'm, don't quite match up, and the cartridge is slightly bigger than an actual cartridge. Which I'm, is ho- I'm hoping odd. this year at the Portland Retro Gaming Expo I can get a Sega CD. Uh, get one of the side-loading ones, if you see one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the side-loading one lasts a little bit better, not the one that sits on top. Yeah, I mean, I have I have both. I had my, my one that sits on top recapped, so it's good to go. But a lot of those first-generation ones have capacitor issues, Plus, there's the added fact that the extra moving parts of having a front-loading tray are going to be an issue. Yeah. But the side-loading one, it it works just fine. You know what really pissed me off? Um, uh, Square Painter got that... It was like that Sega... Oh, the XI. Yeah, the XI. And I was Uh like, dude, you need to bring that, and we could do karaoke at Portland Retro Gaming Expo and he's like I'm never I'm never going to play anything on this. I'm like, dude, come on. That's yeah, what games I, I are. Can't, I can't blame him. I can't blame him on that account. That's I, such a That's okay. So the deal with that one is that is a very rare and very prone to failure piece of hardware. Yes. Yes, it and it's you know like I mean? probably 300 bucks. Oh, e- easily. I mean, his is boxed and pretty close to new. Yeah. Like I think some of the components were still sealed. So I really can't fault him in that uh, that case. That goes under the Indiana Jones clause, as I call it, the uh, "it belongs in a museum" clause. See, but for but, me, for me, unless you're starting a museum or something, if I buy a video game or a video game console, I want to play that console. I want I want to be able to take that out of the closet and play it instead sure. of just instead of just having it on the wall and being like hey look what i have that i'm never going to play even though that'd be super awesome i don't think i have any consoles that i never play but i do have games that i've kept sealed just because i want to keep them nice forever and usually they're games that i own digitally that got a physical release yeah. that i just want to be like i want to put this on a shelf this looks cool I, i'm buying it for shelf space which is absurd but also i'm fine with giving those developers that money twice because i love the game so much and it's getting me so much enjoyment you see i see that's fine like if you bought like i've seen people who bought games twice so there's one that they open and play and then one that they keep sealed sure and that's that's fine but if you only have one of something there you don't even he doesn't even want to open it and play it at all it doesn't make any sense. well he has he has another sega cd though yeah 
know what I mean? It's function if it's functionally the same. And yeah. sure, it doesn't do karaoke. Yeah, but that exactly. being said, if you wanted to do karaoke, you're going to have to find what it was it CDK discs, the karaoke CD discs that existed for a while in the nineties. I'm not even sure where to get your hands on those. I'm sure you can burn them. Maybe I know the Sega CD is next to no copy production. That's true. Same thing with the uh, Sega Dreamcast. Anyway, let's move on to some uh, our last bit of news, which is one that I just find interesting because I'm a nerd and nobody else is going to care about. But that's fine. Skype is now allowing for an interview feature, to which lets you test candidates using real a real time code editor. So a lot of businesses, including uh, Sony, where I work. They, you know, they'll have Skype interviews with people, and this would be a really handy feature to say, hey, uh, we got this piece of code, it doesn't work, make it work. And they could go in on the window and type it in, change the code, and allow the interviewers to see what is being changed and how their, what their process is. And it does, I believe, nine different languages. Um... And I don't know exactly what languages there are. There they are. There's seven languages. Uh, C++, C, C Sharp, Java, JavaScript, Python, and Ruby. So I, since there's only one coder in here, uh, what do you think about this, Connor? I don't know. It's nothing new. I've definitely had interviews that I've just been like, hey, program a thing. And I program a thing, and they're like, all right, we'll get back to you. And the fact that they can do that over Skype just means that Windows is going to be able to offer probably what a lot of people use as their enterprise solution and have another attachment to that. I I just don't understand why this is that much better than just hitting present program and showing them your IDE. You mean, like, let them see your screen? Yeah, because oh, okay. then they'd know that I just hard coded everything and put it inside of a different a different function, like it's called at main. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they, they would they they'd still be able to see everything though. They just like you just have a code editor in the window instead of it being a separate application. Not on because I have all my class variables set to private. And it's Ladies probably and gentlemen, nobody will understand that joke. I'll see myself. It, it's probably like. Just uh, a version of vStudio uh, code that's just embedded in the application. Yeah, almost certainly. I'm sure it's just the compiler from uh, from Visual Studios. Yeah, like I, you know what I just discovered the other day, which I thought was weird. Access is a part of the Office suite, Microsoft Access. You didn't know yeah. that? I didn't. I honestly thought it was a separate product. I was fixing someone's computer at work the other day, and I was like, "Why do you have?" Why do you have a SQL Server stuff on here? And you're like, oh, I don't know, it's just on here. I was looking into it more, and it's like, Jesus, this is just a part of the project, I guess. Yeah. Part so, of the, so the, you know what I mean. So, Microsoft Access is part of the Pro Office suite. Yeah, so, you do have to have a specific version. Yeah, yeah. So if you have thing. if you have Enterprise or Pro, then you'll have Microsoft Access. If you have just the normal Microsoft Office. It's like you get, you know, Microsoft Word, Outlook, Excel. Um, you get everything that it, anyone's ever actually heard yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like Note, not Notepad, but OneNote. Uh, but if you get the Pro version, it comes with like Access and Project, I think, is one of them. And some I other think ones. Project might be a standalone. Might be one. like only for it's either standalone or it might be only for enterprise specifically, not just pro. Yeah. So access is really good uh, for very small databases. So. Uh, I mean, it's it's good for if you have data that's too large or complex for Excel. Yeah, uh, it's it's like in that I in between. I wouldn't recommend using it for anything serious. No. Uh, <laughs> Like, at least not in my experience, um, there are far, far better solutions for if you want database stuff, even with SQL. Uh, If you want to do anything that isn't SQL, (laughs) Access isn't going to do anything. Yeah. I mean, Access is okay. It's it's better than using Excel. 
It, it's it's definitely better than using Excel because we've had. Well, that that depends. Like Excel is really good for really basic data s- stuff, like stuff where you don't need a database, but you need to keep track of things, or you need data to to be able to derive itself from other data, kind of thing. But you don't want it to be this big complicated structure. Yeah, see, I've, I've like, worked Excel at- is Excel or uh, Access is overkill for. A lot of stuff. It is. But it is. Excel is also not made for a lot of stuff that people use it for, and Access is good for that stuff. Yeah, and I've seen at businesses I've worked at where they use Excel spreadsheets for everything, and yeah. they're dumb. They're very. That's very the only dumb. reason I know what Access is is at my last job we were using Excel for everything, and then I found out what Access was and was like, guys, we're fucking dumb. And I started migrating a lot of our processes over to Access. And uh, then they were fucked after I left because no one knew how to use Access but me. So I actually took uh, I took a database class, database theory class in college. And then I took a specifically Microsoft Access class. So I actually know how to use it pretty well. And I took two, uh, two Excel classes. I hated myself I- in college. Pretty much. I self-taught myself everything that I know. Yeah, I know. You're 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 smarter it's than me. College, I get it. College is for dweebs. Yeah, I know how to Google, <laughs> use Google too. Yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, while we're on the subject, Microsoft, I know this problem is more likely, you know, than anything else, just me not knowing the differences between Visual Studios of past versions and my, and Visual Studios twenty seventeen. But Goodness, working with databases inside of Visual Studios is a migraine and a nightmare and a headache. Uh, I, I I almost considered just putting the book down for like a solid week just because of this frustrating headache that I had. And I ended up finding a workaround that involves basically running a different version of SQL on my computer and then just pointing that to my program. But that was like 72 hours of frustration just because of either uh, uh, interface change or a system change. I'm not really sure which one it is yet. Yeah. You guys don't know you aren't programmers. I'm not a programmer. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't program stuff. It's, It's like when you code the code and the code says, yeah, that'll compile. And then you write the script for your SQL and the SQL script goes, yeah, that'll work. And then you run it and you get a big middle finger that says, fuck you instead. Well, it's, I think it's because Microsoft's implementation of SQL is different from the standard implementation of SQL. It could be. I, I got some more homework to do, but I'm. this is just me programming because I'm bored and I want to get back to streaming. Yeah, it's I streaming used a game shark once. <laughs> I, uh, I actually took a programming class and I don't remember any of it. So I passed the class. But I don't remember a damn thing I learned. So, yay. Sounds like college. Yeah, pretty much. So anyway, thank you guys for being here this week. We are pretty much done with the podcast. Really low on news this week. So thank you for being here, Connor. And where can we find you online? You can find me, Nathan Reed and Spruth, on Twitter (laughs) at, at cyberpunk underscore monk. I tweet sometimes. Okay. And, That's all I want to give you today. And Earl, Mr. Earl, where can we find you? And did you get your project up and running? Not up and running, but recorded and not yet edited. Yeah, that's so, the fun part. Still in the pipeline, but it's somewhat in depth. So we're working on it. I can be found in the meantime at E-A-R-L-G-R-A-Y-T-H-I-R-D. That's Earl Gray Third on Twitter. Can you do that again in the phonetic alphabet? I can be found at Echo, Alpha, Romeo, Libra. Uh, Libra. Linguini. <laughs> I think it's Libra. Libra. Okay. It's, it's Lima. 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 And then it was a Gamma. <laughs> Romeo. Golf. Alpha. Golf. Uh, Yakuza. Uh, Tango. <laughs> Tango. Uh, Tango Hotel India Juliet Delta. You're slow. Yes, I am. But the test has come back positive that I can still drive. So that's all good. Aren't well, you a let's... pilot? No, no. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. He's a. I'm not a pilot. He's a flight attendant. I'm a sky waitress. Yes. Oh, 
I knew you did something in the air. One, t- one day oh, I'm going to... You're one... one of those guys that, that won't give me the can. You just pour in a little cup. If you ask for the can, I give you the can 100% of the time. Oh, okay. The only thing I'll ask is if you want ice or not, because some people like just want to put it in their like to-go bottle or whatever. So, What if yeah. I get a can and then also ask for ice? Sure. And then I just chew on the ice the whole time. <laughs> like, Hold like, the full loudly. can. Have at it. <laughs> I, if you can if you can chew ice louder than the actual airplane, uh, that's a viral video, <laughs> my friend. You're both be rich. You make a valid point. <laughs> we can make it happen, Connor. Um, and Aroa, where can we find you? Uh, Twitter at Aroa, YouTube Aroa one three three seven, Twitch Aroa one three three seven, Mixer Aroa. Uh, I got a music blog that I don't post on a whole lot. At satanoscillate.tumblr.com. However, I bought um, I bought porn, uh, an album. What? No, I went to uh, a big vinyl place in St. Louis uh, yesterday, and finally got one of the albums that I've been trying to get for a while, um, and that is one of Sleep's uh, albums um, that I don't even know the name of. I just know what the album cover looks like, so I'll probably post about that. After nice. I finally get to listen to it, but great, yeah, great feeling finding something on vinyl that you've looked for for a while. That's yeah, cool. I went there. I went there looking for um, Godspeed, you Black Emperor, or a Silver Mount Zion. They had spaces for both uh, both bands, and not a single thing from either one of them was actually in stock. Wow, good. It was horrifically disappointing, but at least I got a sleep album. Yeah. And I, Nathan Reinsworth, you can find me at Reeton everywhere. I'm Reeton on Twitter. I am Reeton on Twitch and Mixer. I am Reeton on YouTube, or you can go to youtube.com forward slash Reeton Entertainment. You can go to Reeton Podcast on the Google Play Store or the iOS podcast section if you can find us. Reeton Podcast. Press the little subscribe button and you will get our podcast downloaded Every single week when we do a podcast, unless we we skip a podcast, that happens every once in a while. But anyway, uh, I don't think I forgot anything. Maybe I did. Probably. Probably I'll remember afterwards. But thank you guys for being here. I will uh, talk to you all next week. I mean, bye. Later, everybody. I hope we don't have to. Feel better, Nicole. Yeah, feel feel better, Nick Lotus. We'll we'll uh we'll be we'll keep you in our prayers. <laughs> <Hail> anyway, <Satan. laughs> bye. <laughs>